Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the description. Welcome to Patherntican Nightly News. I'm your new host for the first time ever, Bobby Big Crits. And I'm Min-Max Michael. I can't fucking believe I'm seeing you here. Neither can I, Bobby. It's a fucking nightmare to tell you the truth. (laughs) (laughs) So true, Min-Max. I told the studio that I would work with any other co-host since... The Christmas festivities are canceled forever since Chris is spending an eternity in hell. And I told the executives I'd rather lose my wife and work in a grocery store checkout line than sit at a desk with Bobby Big Crits. But here we are. Well, that would certainly be more dignified than being so fucking close to you in this booth. Booth. <laughs> <laughs> Just booth it, Bobby. <laughs> I meant booth. We do have beef. It's beef in this booth. It's a booth. It's a beef booth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Min-Max, we better get to the news. Speaking of beef, we've got a hee-haw alert out. Hee-haw! That's right, folks. We've got a hee-haw alert. (laughs) There's a donkey on the loose in the city of Pathernica. Farmer Daniel says his prized all-white donkey has gone missing. If you have any tips, make sure to send them to the studio. We'll make sure to update you live on this story as it develops. Here's a tip, Bobby. How about you scoot over about six inches? You're on my half of the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, your ex-wife sure loves it when I move my six inches over. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, from what Candace has told me, you don't have six inches to move. In other news, there's been a drug bust after the... (laughs) In other news, there's been a drug bust directly after the Christmas ping-pong-a-thon. Yep, just read it. It's right in front of you. <laughs> Once again, Bobby, I cannot read. Of course you can't, which is why if you would read a ruler for once, you or Candace would be able to tell that I'm working with a fully average hog. Back to that drug bust, Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Bobby. Right outside the Christmas ping-pong-a-thon, Five hooligans were arrested trying to buy illegal substances from the Patherntican guards in an undercover sting operation orchestrated by Duke Gaspucci. That's right, Min-Max. Local hooligans looking to score some drugs. And they got arrested for it, so you know they must have been the bad drugs. Yep, we all sure hate the bad drugs. But your ex-wife and I have really been enjoying the good ones. We just smoke down that sweet, sweet plastic and go ham on each other's bits. Well, Bobby, someone needs to, because you know I'm not going to. Well, speaking of tasty bits, we've got some more bits on these 'er ne'er-do-wells. It's been reported that these would-be drug purchasers were escorted down a dark alley to a portal instead of our local jail. That's right, Bobby. There have been a lot of sketchy happenings with the government in Pertherntica recently. That's true. Our government—oh, I'm getting a note from the executives— Our government is great. We love the government and the guards. God bless the troops. That's right. Oh, I'm getting a note as well. (laughs) Too bad I can't read it. (laughs) I heard that there's a secret government facility stocked with all kinds of futuristic weapons. Wow, Min-Max. You don't say. Oh, I did. He did say. Here on live to... Oh, I'm getting another note. Uh, Min-Max? Yes, Bobby? We're out of a job again. Well... Patty said this is the last straw for me. If 
I lose one more job, then I'm just as bad as her no good ex. <laughs> so true, Bobby. Candace told me that if I lose this job, she's going to leave me just like she left you. Oh, wow. Min Max, what a coincidence. Because Patty, oh, no, I've got Candace. You've got Patty. Maybe she would have stayed if I had only remembered her name. <laughs> so true, Min Max. It's easy to get them confused. They are sisters. They are sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's just another layer of this little thing we got going on. Yep. We hate each other and our wives hate each other. And Thanksgivings are very awkward. Because they're sisters <laughs> and we're brothers. <laughs> yeah. And we just pulled a... A swoopy swappy <laughs> and now it's all messy oh yep messy like your crown molding i mean well legally it's mine now but legally not for long that's true candace is about to up and leave my ass stay classy patherntica Out of Parm's way, it's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. The passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. And this week's very special episode features our good friend Allie. Woo! Well, hello. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, glad to be here. Allie is another friend from Dungeons and Decades and our network, the Big Door Prize Network. You can also listen to her over on Notable Nostalgia. Yeah, that's right. Those are two things that I do on that network <laughs> excited to be here a little nervous y'all have been playing for 20 years i've been playing for like 20 minutes so <laughs> hey don't worry about it yeah you got it we don't know the rules either yeah, yeah. <laughs> the additions have changed several times we were 3.5 children in the crunch love some 3.5 and to continue the intro script i'm joey swanson i play garrett sunderwood more on him later we start out each of these episodes with a question from our dungeon master Leo, what have you got in store for us this week? Oh, this week I got something a little scandalous, a little, little interesting. Ooh. I want to know, what's the biggest lie you've ever told? Ooh. Mm. This should be an easy task because this little frog lies out his ass. It's <laughs> Scotch Hops. Rude, but I'm Austin <laughs> Petrie. I play Scotch Hops, the grung sorcerer bard. Biggest lie Scotch has ever told... You know, I can't remember a single time Scotch has ever told a lie, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this question really applies to him. He spits straight facts. It's true. He speaks from the heart. Uh-huh. Okay. And you've heard the podcast. I, I've listened to it. I, 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 not a single thing's coming to mind. Okay. <laughs> it's just all, all right. truth. He's, he's a sweet golden boy. Okay. So this is the biggest lie that Scotch has ever told. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no lies, just flies. <laughs> He's played by Joey and his bud is doughy. It's Garrett Sunderwood. That's right. More on him right now. I'm Joey. I play Garrett Sunderwood, gnome druid. The biggest lie 
Garrett's ever told. Are we prepared to get a little sad on this one? I mean, I mean, you always do, so I don't think it matters <laughs> what we say. Bring it, Joey. Okay. Well, when Carrie Sunderwood and Susan Sunderwood were gearing up to leave the Sunderwood Village to go to the Patherntica to pursue her music career, Garrett didn't want them to leave, so Garrett told his mom, you don't have what it takes to make it big in the city. You're just not talented enough. <gasps> Oh, my goodness. Mm. And that was the last thing that Garrett said to Carrie Sunderwood. That's true. <gasps> what a little piece of shit. Yeah. He didn't want her to go. My heart's breaking. Well, I think I know who I'm going to kill this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to set trash on fire, but how bad of he as a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. You got it. Hey everybody, I'm Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis, locks it on cleric of the Great Garbage Forge, tall and wide with nothing to hide, <laughs> known to give his taint a spray, and dressed like it's always laundry day. The unelegant elephant. The biggest lie Willie ever told was probably when he told Gus the Lesser he thought he wasn't ugly as hell. Oh, oh. Man. Yeah. Damn. Gus That's had rough. finally gotten a date, which, to Willie's knowledge, had never happened before. And before his date, while he was getting ready, looking in the mirror with a young Willie, probably about seven, sitting behind him, he turned around and asked him how he looked. And Willie's only thought was, he's so fucked. And uh, Willie just hugged him and uh, said, you look fantastic. Now, go get you some trim. <laughs> and uh, that was the well, first time he, he cast guidance. <laughs> Oh, Sam, that was way okay. sadder than Joey's, and we didn't even get a fucking yeah. disclaimer. Hotness is subjective, okay? For some people, Gus the Lesser is their cup of tea. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Here's the thing. Willie figured Gus actually didn't, you know, must have done something right, or maybe he's not as uh, ugly as Willie thinks. Maybe that's just subjective to to Willie because uh, he didn't come home that night. Hey yo. <laughs> I do want to say I think we can just cut to a frame of Gus crying that whole night in that beat up convertible. Oh, oh, oh fuck! You made it so much worse. You made it oh. bad, and then you made it a little better, and then you made it way worse, which was worse than if you just left it worse. <laughs> so now you can decide where you want to cut. You've got options, Leo. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with that one, Sam. It's gonna be a roller coaster ride, and I'm gonna have to choose when we get off. <laughs> Leo, I feel bad. Start the next one. <laughs> Her articles are usually filled with proof, but she has been known to bend the truth. It's Gotcha Portobello. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hartzog. I play the illustrious Gotcha Portobello, Inquisitive Rogue, and Warlock the Hollow One. And gosh, where do I start with her lies? It's, uh, she's had quite a history. Who's forged lineage? What massive land sale are we talking about? Like, <laughs> she's involved in a lot. The lie that she felt the worst about, though, she was just trying to mess with Woody. <laughs> well, she told him, she told him Chris wasn't real back when he was oh. real young. <laughs> and it just broke his little heart. And that's, that's really the lie that she's felt the worst about in her whole life. The rest of it kind of slides off her back. Yeah, I mean, it did wear off in a few days when he saw him. In person. In person. Existing. <laughs> but those, those few days, God, he was a wreck. <laughs> oh, poor Woody. <laughs> and joining us this week 
paladins are usually as holy as the grail, but there's got to be a reason this one's in jail. <laughs> it's Sangio Vesey. Ooh, what a name. I know. So uh, Sangio's biggest lie is that he was um, one of the original members of Reticent Rodent, which is like the fantasy world version of Modest Mouse. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> had to leave to pursue his career. Uh, when really he just went to school with those guys. He didn't. He he never was in that band. Aww. <laughs> Aww. It's just it's all clout. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great band name. Andy probably just would have gone with Fantasy Modest Mouse. So <laughs> he would have. You're already yeah. you're already in the running for best guess. So. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. No, we're just kidding, Andy. You're wonderful. We love all of our guests equally. But there, it is a contest. So. But it is a contest, <laughs> and I'm winning. So. <laughs> All right, Leo, we've got a guest. It's time to impress, so crit me with your best shot. Fire away. <laughs> Last time on Take a Crit, our heroes had a confrontation with the city guards, the result of which being three out of four of them being arrested. After our heroes were led by the guards down the street for some time, they received new orders from a messenger bird and took our players down an alley, at the end of which they found the strange man they'd met at Biscuit Town who opened a portal through which the guards pushed them. Our heroes found themselves in a strange cell, and before long, Rasputin appeared. After discussing his intentions and his reasons, he tipped over Garrett's picnic basket at the top of the stairs above this cell, letting forth a cascade of salt. Never-ending cascade. As the salt filled the room, our clever heroes found a way out and began their jailbreak. It wasn't long, however, before they were accosted by the portal knight. After finding themselves trapped on a balcony on the side of a massive citadel, our heroes called for their best friend in the world, Parmesan Romano, to come and save them. Well, that's not Scotch's best friend in the world. That's true. Now aboard Parm, our heroes continue their jailbreak. Parmesan, let's book it. We need to get out of here. We need to get up. We need to get a vantage point. And also, if we could break line of sight from the castle, that would also be good. All right, so, so just like straight up or break line of sight, you said a lot of conflicting things there. Step on it, Parm. Yeah, I can do that. Let's go. Parmesan begins to fly away from the Citadel at incredible speed. However, you feel quite a shock as he freezes in place and lets out a wail of pain. Oh God! What's wrong? What's wrong, Parm? Looking over the deck, you can see that some kind of glowing pink harpoon seems to have been fired and is now pierced Parmesan's hole. You see that this glowing rope leads down to another balcony on the side of the citadel where a ballista is mounted, a ballista armed by slim drippings. He calls out to you. All right, looks like we got ourselves a fish on the hook. Come here, little fishy. This ain't a fish, it's a boat. You see that Parmesan is slowly being pulled back towards the Citadel. Uh, you guys gotta do something about this. I'm not feeling too good. Garrett runs to the edge and looks over the rail to see the hull of the ship where Parmesan has been pierced. Uh, wh what am I looking at? You see that there's a large glowing pink harpoon that is lodged deep within Parmesan's hull. Uh, you see that he's rapidly leaking marinara and Alfredo. Oh, oh no. fuck. Oh, fuck. Not both. All right. 
Parmesan's in a bad way. Uh, anybody got any spells? Can we do anything about this? We got to get this fucking harpoon out of the out of Parm. Uh, you appear to be in such a tricky situation. Uh, uh, Parmesan, your voice sounds weird. Who the fuck was that? Perhaps I could be of assistance. Oh, hey, wait. Who are you? Why why are you on our ship? Garrett turns around off the rail, and what's he looking at? Uh, Garrett is looking at a uh, quite tall, long, beautiful haired, uh, tattooed, mustachioed, aging hipster looking guy (laughs) with a great tan. Just fantastic. Loving it already. Um, Parmesan, who's your friend? I. Don't know. I thought they were with you guys. Parm, you keep letting people on when we're not around. I don't know <laughs> what part of our fugitive lifestyle makes you think that's okay. You still have never explicitly told me not to, and I keep telling you I do what you tell me to. Parm, I, I'm telling you now, Parm, no more. No more guests. <laughs> okay, you, you want me to eject this one into the ocean? or? Uh... No, no, no. It sounded like he had some ideas. Now, eject, eject the harpoon into the ocean can you do that uh let me try and when he strains just a bunch more marinara and <laughs> start spraying out he's like no uh, that was a bad idea i'm feeling woozy all right uh just tall strong stranger yes uh did you have any ideas about this thing um i can help if you if you would like me to yes oh please god because our buddy he's bleeding the good sauce <laughs> <laughs> what if the big strong people go down below deck and try to push it out i got yeah. you garrett no problem <laughs> <laughs> scotch who's two feet tall i'm gonna polymorph myself into a giant ape hell yeah what? right on okay can i just like monkey over the edge of the boat and just try to pull this shit out gonna tip i'm thinking about donkey kong on the side of a tugboat and i'm pretty sure that you could just get one hand on the hole and try to pull that thing out. Yeah. With your feetsies. Yeah, you could even try to pull it out with your feet. That worked too. I'll pull it with my feet. Sure. I got a 22 on nice. a strength check. So you rip it most of the way out of Parmesan Romano. You think one more good pull and you can get it out. Okay, I kind of look up and I say, don't worry, gang, I think I got this. I'm just going to give it one more pull. But all they hear is... <laughs> <laughs> And after you say that, the scary-looking guard that has been coming through portals appears through a portal above your head, and Mm. he's going to deliver an attack as he falls down on top of you. And he got a 26 to hit. Well, obviously that hits, Leo. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can just say he hits. You don't have to shame us like this. (laughs) And he does deal 41 damage. God damn. Oh, my God. What's your giant ape health? As a giant ape, I've got 157 hit points, motherfucker. All right. Well, that was his turn. So, uh... Tall, stylish friend. What'd you say your name was again? Oh, um, I never did, but my name is Sanjo. Sanjo Vesey. Sanjo Vesey. Okay. Great. Yeah, uh, it's like the wine. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what is, what is your name, <laughs> little friend? I'm Garrett, but more importantly, that guy's a scary-ass fucking god. Do you have anything you can throw at him? I'm going to uh, cast command and just, like, tell the guard to um, <laughs> stop it. Uh, all right. <laughs> He's got a pretty high wisdom save, so it's it's a long shot. He rolled a nat one. Oh, he fucking yeah. stops it. So yeah, he's just like, okay, and he just <laughs> he stops falling to his death for a round. He's falling to his death for a round. After he realizes that he's falling to his death, he is going to disappear into another portal, and you don't really know where he is anymore. Sancho, that was fucking cool. Well done. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> he's got an air of authority about him. <laughs> Can I go ahead and make an insight check on my boy Slim for uh, insightful fighting? That is a 24. 
he did get a higher deception than that. He's impossible to read. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to shoot him. And that is a 24 to hit. And it's just six damage, but I hope he feels it way over there. Hey, ow. Fuck you. Stop that. That hurt a little bit. I don't like that. Ow. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I'm not like in danger or anything, but uh, ow. I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like I should pull this harpoon the rest of the way out. Yeah, I think that's the move. I'm going to go for it. Scotch, go ahead and fucking yank at it. Oh, I'll fucking yank at it. Ugh. 21. Nice. Uh, that hits, but I'd like for you to apologize for what you said. What I said was rude, and I apologize <laughs> to all our listeners. Yeah, so you pull the harpoon the rest of the way out of Parmesan Romano. He does just start bleeding out sauce at an immense rates now, but he is free. And the minute you do that, he starts flying off, and within seconds, the citadel is several miles away from you. You see that you are in a very unfamiliar district. You're not quite sure where you are, but it's somewhere towards the center of the city because all you see is city all around you. Um, Garrett goes below deck and um, lays his hand on the inside of Parmesan's wounds to cast Cure Wounds. You start trying to cast Cure Wounds, but find that it doesn't seem to work. You hear Parmesan say, I'm I'm not feeling so good. And then the tugboat starts to slow down and the nose starts to dip down a little bit until you're starting to head towards the ground. Uh Aha. I've only got one third level spell slots left, but here we go. And he fucking ninja hand signs, Naruto style, and summons up two giant vultures to try to like press up to give a little bit of lift on the nose to sort of slow our descent. All right. So Parmesan Romano kills two giant vultures (laughs) as he crashes down towards the city. God. Eventually landing inside what seems to be an abandoned warehouse. I'm sorry, guys. It's not usually like this, except a lot of times... My summoned animals die. Yeah. Inside of the dilapidated warehouse, Parmesan Romano lays on the side of his hull, causing you all to slide off the deck. Parmesan says, uh, uh, I'll be okay. Uh, I, I just need to take a nap. That's all. Par, Parm, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna fix you. It's gonna be okay. I promise. No, uh, you don't gotta worry about it. Uh, spells won't work on me or anything, but uh, I'll be fine after a good long rest. Well, <laughs> why, why is rest gonna work on you if spells all don't? All right, y'all heard him. Let's all go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Garrett is very sad about Parmesan, but he's also a little skeptical about the stranger that just showed up. And so he grabs his spear and sort of points it towards Sanjo and says, all right, you've been pretty helpful so far and you're stylish and you've got a good air of authority and I respect that. But also, <laughs> why are we in jail if uh, only bad people go to jail? Well, what's up with that? I have a cigarette that I've had in my mouth the whole time and <laughs> I just kind of put out some ash on top of your little spear there. And, uh, <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> so cute. I'm just like, um, I'm sorry, are, are you to question me? I don't even know your name yet. What is your name, little man? Well, Sanjio, I happen to be one of Patheticus most wanted. I'm Garrett Sunderwood. Garrett Sunderwood? What, do you build houses or something? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, build, I build lots of stuff. Like 
deep friendships. Oh, okay. That's that's wonderful. And uh, who are your friends? Well, if you're the man of culture, you say you are. You know me. I'm Willie. I work at a dump, smoke plastic, and eat trash. <laughs> Do you drink Marsala? I, you talked about <laughs> love and wine. I am talking sauce here, <laughs> not wine. <laughs> I mean, it's old enough to be wine. Don't, don't get him wrong. I'm going to walk up to Willie and just uh, look up at him and go, you are magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Takes one to know one. And I hug you. Uh, oh, you hug me? Perfect. As you're hugging me, I'm going to like slowly stroke your ivory. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. All of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Scotch Hops is kind of like off in the background just a little bit, like leaning on Parm. And he's looking at his fingernails and he says, The name's Scotch Hops. I want Pathurntican Idol. Maybe you've heard of me. But what everyone hears is. And as he's as he's looking at his fingernails, he's like, "Oh fuck!" and ends the polymorph, and then walks over to Sanjio with an outstretched hand and says, "Hey, I'm Scotch Hops. Nice to meet you." <laughs> goes to shake your hand. <laughs> Sanjio like puts out his hand to like kiss it. And uh, are you? I'm, I'm sorry. Who who are you? Scotch Hops. Um, are you ape? Are you frog? What are you? I'm a grung. I'm a grung, and I think you uh, need to roll constitution saving throw. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he's got poison skin. 11? Ooh. Oh. You're feeling a little sick. Yeah, you are feeling a little sick. Ooh. You are poisoned. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, watch out for him, but also everyone watch out for this guy. We, we don't know anything about him yet, except he's, you know, stylish and tall and handsome and he can hang but also we don't know anything other than that <laughs> parmesan coughs up some alfredo and he's like bleh, bleh, it, it seems pretty cool to me bleh, bleh. See, parmesan's on board we're gonna have that marsala on tap what are you skeptical little man well for one you you're in jail yes but so are you you know i'm just i'm just protective of my friends and i see uh-huh. willie trying to get flirty with you and I'm not quite comfortable with that right now. I just I just want to make sure you're on the level. These are adults, yes? They can think for themselves? Yeah, I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I like the new guy. Well, sure, but I'm a little bit protective all the same. Enough of the silliness. Th- th- so what, what were you doing in jail? If you're going to come to me with all these questions, why don't I come to you with some as well? Saving the city. Well, and Willie was also buying drugs. I, I was going to say, I thought that was about the drugs, but... Oh, well... Yeah, I broke into jail to try to rescue my friends that got arrested for buying drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that is what happened. We're here to save the city, though. That's why oh, yeah. we came to the city. Oh, that's right. And we got distracted with some ping pong for a little bit, but I think we're getting back on track now that our friend's dying. As you say that you're getting back on track, you hear from behind you on top of Parmesan. Oh, yeah, getting right back on track. God back on it. track to dying, that is. <laughs> Slim, look what you did to this magnificent beast. I know, isn't it great? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? No, I'm so happy. Slim, I got, like, shit for spells right now because you fuck off for, like, eight hours. I think I'll fuck off for uh, exactly zero hours. Um, I mean, except I am going to go, but uh, have fun dealing with this. And a portal appears below Slim Drippins that he falls into. And immediately after he's gone, another portal appears above it. And the portal knight appears before you. Roll initiative for combat. 
22. 18. Uh, 15. Send you. 15. 17. Portal Knight's going last. Beautiful. Thank God. Leo, will you describe the Portal Knight to us one more time? Yeah, so the Portal Knight is wearing similar armor to the guards of the city. However, it's dark blue and it's kind of got a little extra spooky detail on it. Mm. His skin is a sullen gray and his eyes are glowing red. Okay. So he's creepy. He's very creepy. Scotch. All right, I'm going to hit him with my highest level spell. I'm going to cast Synaptic Static. Hell yeah. I choose a point within range and cause psychic energy to explode there. He's got to make an intelligent saving throw. DC 15. Oh, he failed. Fuck yeah. So he takes 8d6 psychic damage, and he has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, he rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all his attack rolls and ability checks, as well as constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. Hell yeah. And he can make an intelligence save at the end of each of his turn to end the effect. He takes 28 damage. That does make him fail concentration. So after you hit him with that, and he seems like he's kind of out of it for a second, like he's reeling from that. He is not looking so good and does not appear to be regenerating currently. Fucking good move, Scotch. Where'd you go? Fucking got him. Next up is Gotcha. I'm going to do my insightful fighting. That's a 22. He only got a 14. Heck yeah. How far is he from us? About 30 feet from you. He's up on top of Parm. Do I want to melee this guy? I'll say that you could get up to him and... 30 feet, but it'll require an acrobatics check to get up on the boat that quickly. I really want to drive my blade in this guy's gut. So acrobatics check to jump up there. That's a 19. Yeah, that's good. 17 to hit. Nah. Damn it. You do a great flip up onto the tugboat, but uh, he's he's too hot on his heels. He, he dodged that shit. Next up is Garrett. All right, this guy's pretty fucking scary. He's, he's kind of dark and mysterious. <laughs> but... I can be pretty scary too. I can be so fucking. <laughs> and he fucking polymorphs into a giant ape. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Giant ape crew. All right. Y'all, we going Super Saiyan. So a giant ape is in the huge category, which means he's around 16 feet high. Big ol' big ol' boy. So Garrett casts Polymorph on himself and turns into a giant ape and jumps up on Parmesan poised to help wrangle this nasty, nasty guy. And next up is Sanjio. I think Sanjio wants to get up there as well to attempt an attack. So what do I got to do to do that? So you could do an acrobatics or an athletics check to uh, try to either quickly climb or do like some kind of flip up onto the boat. Yeah, so he got a 17. Does that get him up there? That'll get you up there. It's, you know, a little stumble when you get up there, but you're all good. Yeah, he like kind of parkours on his way up there <laughs> as cool as possible. <laughs> and with that, uh, is going to attempt to, he pull, He basically, he just has like a little dagger and he's just going to do that awkward thing where he like tosses it back and forth in his hand to make it look <laughs> like he's intimidating. <laughs> and, uh, nice. Attempt a, attempt a stab. Go for it. 21. All right, Ooh. 21 hits. This attack can drink. So he's going to cast a Staggering Smite, which uh, says here, if with a melee attack, weapon attack, your weapon pierces both body and mind, and the attack deals an extra 4d6 psychic damage. Fuck yeah. Ooh, this guy's brain is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He's not going to be able to remember anything. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's uh, 27. Ooh. So you hit him with that smite, and it is indeed staggering. He just reels back. He's grabbing his head now. He's got a pretty bad headache at this point. That attack can drink, and that damage can rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking pretty rough. He's definitely bloody. Next up is Willie. I want to cast heat metal on his helmet. With that headache? Oh my god. Oof. I was about to say, this is cruel and unusual. You just won't leave his head alone. <laughs> we staticked your brain, we fucking staggered your brain, and now we're gonna cook it. Burn, portal boy. <laughs> fucking get him, Willie. Five. Alright, so you deal five damage and it's it really just makes him real upset. Like, his head's hot now. He was already having a bad day. <laughs> Is it hot enough for me to light another cigarette on it? <laughs> sure, yeah. Cool, I'm just gonna lean in and just like take a drag. <laughs> so it's the portal knight's turn. And so he pulls the helmet off his head and uh, throws it down on the ground. And he yells out, all right. I've had enough. <laughs> he told me to stay quiet because it made me look all tough. But no, no, I got something to say. All I've been doing is my job. And you're just, you're treating me so bad. I'm just, I've had it with all the, the giant apes and the- It's your I, boss is treating you bad, putting you up against giant apes. Okay, yeah, sure, says the person who just tried to stab me. Uh, I've had enough of this. Garrett with one big ape finger just sort of scratches his head like, huh? Yeah, Sanjo after hearing that goes, he speaks very weird, does he not? <laughs> 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 the portal knight makes a portal below him and pops out right behind Garrett. And he is going to uh, cleave his big old sword right in Garrett's monkey butt. Not my monkey butt, Leo. And of course, a monkey butt would have a tail. This is an ape. It's true. He got a 31 to hit. Oh, uh, Leo, giant ape armor class is 12. He deals 63 damage. This guy's strong. He's strong as hell. Well... Garrett's monkey butt fucking takes it and gushes on this guy a little bit, but he's not bloodied. Ow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oof. The portal night is done. All right. Scotch is going to cast Rolotham Psychic Lance. You unleash a shimmering lance of psychic power from your forehead at a creature that you can see within range, and he must succeed on an intelligence saving throw or take 10d6 psychic damage and be incapacitated until the start of his next turn. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. DC 15. He got a 12. Fuck yeah. Nice. So that's going to be 45 damage. Oh, oh shit. Hell yeah. That's huge. I don't know. This is almost like if somebody had a migraine, you just ran up and clapped their ears. <laughs> He's just like on the ground, like reeling. Oh, beautiful. Next up is Gotcha. If he's incapacitated, Gotcha's just going to cast Booming Blade and walk up and slide her rapier just right down his eye socket. Ooh. Ooh. That is grisly. Very grisly. Do you want me to make the attack roll? No, you don't got to roll. He's, he's down. Okay. Well, it's... 44 damage. Damn. You guys with your big fucking hits, where are you getting this from? God damn. This is booming blade plus sneak attack. It's broken. So this portal knight is dead. That does him in, and he falls to the ground lifeless. Gotcha's got an eyeball shish kebab and that cooked head and that hot helmet. Ooh. It's some fucking Shrek lunch. <laughs> As the portal knight falls to the ground, Garrett's speaking stone begins to ring. Garrett, like, fucking starts to feel around his giant ape body, which it's been fused into it with all of his equipment. Ooh, ooh. 
uh, and then he has to fucking undo polymorph to be able to get his speaking stone out. <laughs> it unincorporates from his body, and he holds it up and he says, you've got the pasta factory. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that nickname. Uh, what's up, Gary? Uh, it's me, Johnny. So, listen, uh, we're kind of running out of time here. Uh, we really need to make a plan for what we're going to do before the wedding happens. Uh, uh, I've sent the word out, uh, gathering together all of our allies at uh, Shipwreck Tommy's warehouse uh, down the Arts District. Uh, whenever you're ready to come and make a plan, just me to say, all right? Do you think we can get all the geese from Goose University? Oh, yeah, they're coming. Oh, red. Done. <laughs> all right, Johnny. Um, warehouse, Arts District. Got it. Yeah, I'll see you there. He hangs up. Parmesan says, listen, there's no time. <clears throat> you you got to get back to Johnny and stop all this that's going on. Don't worry about me. After a good long rest, I'll be able to meet up with y'all, okay? For now, you just got to just gotta find a way to get back to the snail district, all right? All right, and Parmesan, just so we explicitly say it, don't invite anyone else on unless they're cool, and I finger guns at Sanjio. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody tries to get on board that's not allowed, I promise... I'll spit him so far in his face that nobody will ever find him. <laughs> give us a call if you need anything or just want to talk. Okay. I love you, Parm, and I give him a kiss on the cheek. He blushes real hard and goes, Oh, shucks. Not like that, Parm. Parm, maybe activate your Astat. Oh, yeah, we've got to apply that. Astat? You guys got me an Astat? <laughs> we did. I wanted one my whole life. All right, Gotcha's going to walk back and apply it with a good hearty slap. And so this is the bumper sticker that says, Now You See Me, dot, 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 that we got for Christmas from Woody slash Andy. <laughs> this bumper sticker indeed says, Now You See Me, dot, dot, dot. And when you slap it on Parmesan, nothing happens. <laughs> Garrett's going to like try to smooth out all the wrinkles and just sort of tap out little bubbles. As you poke the bumper sticker, Parmesan immediately becomes invisible. The bumper sticker does not. It is still floating there. <laughs> Though it has now changed to a black background with white text that says, now you don't. Well, shit. We've got an invisible boatmobile. Nice. This is great. Oh, my God. Oh, those birds are never going to see me coming now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Parm. The terror of the skies. <laughs> All right. Well, I anyway, I, I guess y'all better go get, get along. Go on now. Get. <laughs> we'll get along, little doggy. We'll see you later, Parm. Rest and recuperate, and uh, we'll catch up with you later. Yeah, sounds good, Carrie. Well, everybody, it looks like uh, we've got to get to this warehouse. Sanjio, you're on the level. You're cool, right? I mean, can you not tell? Yeah, I mean, I got the impression. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're super <laughs> cool. You want to come help save the city? But, like, in a crime way. <laughs> I can't promise you more, Marsala. You can promise this? Oh, yeah. On tap. <laughs> Uh, so what did your little rock tell you? Where are we going? Uh, we've got um, a small resistance group getting together to try to take down Duke Gaspucci, also known as the infamous Rasputin. we got to stop him from marrying the Queen of Pathurtica. And we've got to kill the astral child before he uh, ascends. Or just, you know, peacefully figure out something to do with him. Peacefully murder everyone involved. <laughs> this man is very techy. I will go and join you on your adventure. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. So you walk out of the dilapidated warehouse 
and find that all around you are people who are elegantly dressed, and this area seems to be filled with parks and gardens, this warehouse being just on the very edge of it. However, in the distance, you see palace after palace after palace. And after looking around for a moment, those of you that are familiar with the city realize that the only place you could possibly be is the Royal District. Oh God, I hate this place. Fancy. Garrett wild shapes into the fanciest horse he can think of. This one horse he saw one time, who's just an all white, like miniature horse pony type with a fun hairdo. All right, so you're so you're like r- rich girl's birthday party pony. Yeah. I'm gonna use my disguise kit to make myself look like a rich birthday girl. TR and everything. Okay. I'm going to use my Omnitrix to turn into the fanciest man I know, uh, Unky Jibby. <laughs> All right. Gosh, can you try to do something with me? <laughs> make him into a pony tamer. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to make you my, my pony tamer. You're going to look like you're in a quartet, like you've got the straw hat and the red-white striped vest and a big old cane. He's got a mustache peeking out from the other side of his trunk. Yeah. Sangio sounds fancy. Is Sangio just fancy enough to be? <laughs> I think he was like arrested at a yacht party or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if he's underdressed, he's suave enough that people are like, oh, he's like underdressed because he's cool. A lot of charisma. Hell yeah. So this fairly respectable group is traveling along and uh, you see several places where uh, you can pay for carriage rides to various districts around the city. All right, well, I guess we need to approach one and see if we can't get ourselves to the arts district. Hail, cab <laughs> person. Uh, we would like to go to the arts district. I don't know how the people talk here. That's her best uh, <laughs> attempt at a towny accent. The arts district? Oh, my heavens. Why would you ever want to go all the way out there? Oh, for the culture, you see. Mm, if you say so. That's where Scotch Hops performed. Oh, I, I'm not a fan of the kids' music these days. Well, fuck you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, we have the coin. Would you take us there, please? Yes, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Yes, that'll only be 500 gold, please. Garrett lets out a fucking horse sneeze. Oh, but it's my birthday. Persuasion. Yeah, give, give me a persuasion check. You want the birthday deluxe package? <laughs> that is a 28. It's your birthday. Oh, yes. Of course, I'll be happy to give you a cheaper rate. Uh, you're not expecting us to take the pony, are you? Oh, n- n- he, uh, I mean, he would come with us. He's my pony. Oh, well, then I'm afraid even with the discount, it would be more like a thousand. Just to have him walk? behind us? What's the word of this? Geese? Geese. Can I cast that? It says you can place a magical command on a creature. Okay, wisdom saving throw. He did roll a 17. Mm. Ow. Okay, so as I cast that, I'm going to, I I know I failed this, but I'm just going to go up to him and uh, as he's talking, caress his cheek and excuse me, you will take us. (laughs) No charge. Excuse me, but your little punk wiles won't work on me. I don't go for the edgier crowd. But I'm very handsome. Yes, you will do this? Yes, you're very handsome. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did my best, guys. I don't feel like you'd want to settle down and read a book around 8 o'clock like I do. (laughs) So the answer is no. Good day. (laughs) And he turns around to leave. As he turns around, you hear a voice behind you say, freeze, criminals. I spin around real quick. 
As you spin around real quick, it's Agent Verich who puts her hands out and is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got me. Uh, so, yeah. Why are you here? Happy birthday. Welcome home. Why are you here? Um, that's, that's not an answer, but uh, <laughs> I'm here because, uh, well, I don't know if you've heard, but Rasputin, uh, Duke Caspucci, is going to marry the queen? Yeah, you're going to help us fuck him up? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm doing my best. Uh, to be honest, the RBI's been absolutely no help. Uh, I think my boss might have been bought off or something. They wanted me to drop the whole thing, but uh, I just didn't feel, didn't feel okay about it. So I'm here trying to learn what I can. Well, I hope you learn more than this fella did. And I just sort of hold up my rapier. It's still got the cooked eyeball on it. I'm, I've learned that it's better not to, not to ask questions with you bunch. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to get dragged off on a fucking forest adventure again. <laughs> no forest adventure, but Farage, do you think you could take me and the hoppers over to the art district? I've got a, got a little more investigating to do here. I'm trying to find out exactly where the wedding will be taking place, but uh, I, I think I can do this for you. Agent Verich pushes past you and goes up to the cab driver, and she holds up her badge and says, Agent Verich, uh, RBI, I'm afraid I'm going to have to commandeer this wagon for a while, and uh, also your services. And the guy's like, oh, but I've got to get paid and she's like yeah just send the bill to the rbi they'll take care of it no problem oh while verich is talking to this guy i want to run up and scan verich into my watch because scotch likes what he's seeing right now (laughs) (laughs) all right so give me a stealth check that is going to be a gutter 20 all right well she rolled lower than that so she doesn't notice you run up and scan her and you got that form in your watch now and then i'm just gonna like cartoonishly tiptoe back to where i was standing she turns around and says all right uh this guy should get you where you're going uh he said he had to take on another passenger that's going on to the arts district but uh y'all just have to ride with him i gotta get back to trying to figure out some details listen i'll uh give you a call later if uh I find anything, okay? Sounds good. Hey. Thank you, Auntie Verich. And as I'm climbing in the wagon, I just tell the guy, my birthday's a very big deal. <laughs> uh, well, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Garrett just pony steps up into the cat into the carriage. Just whole pony and all. <laughs> so everyone loads up into this carriage, and you see that the person sitting with you is wearing a very fancy hat, has a very long well-trimmed mustache. It's wearing very shiny green clothes. And the, the wagon starts to take off. And this individual says, Oh, uh, hi there. Uh, what are you all doing going to the arts district? What's his alignment? His alignment is true neutral. You see that he is not in his original form. Garrett turns out of a pony into himself and looks at the guy and says, It's confidential. Uh, oh, well, I, I figured everyone would know. Hmm? Uh, I, I just figured everyone would know that you're fucking dead meat. This individual morphs into Nasty Kyle and pulls out God damn it. a flintlock pistol. No! <laughs> Firing it at... Let me roll a d20. Sanjio. Oh. No! Oh, God! <laughs> no! Why? The one that it doesn't oh, make what? sense. The bullet buries itself in Sanjio's chest as Nasty Kyle cackles in laughter and disappears into a portal in his seat. Sergio, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what did you do to Nancy Kyle that's worse than what we did to him? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I hope you fucked his wife. I really do. Tell me you fucked Nancy Kyle's wife, please. <laughs> uh, I, I did not I did not fuck his wife. 
I made love to her. Oh, that's even worse, thank God. It all makes sense. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcast you found us on. You can find us on Facebook at Take a Crate and Twitter by the same name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag crit, Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends, Courtney Moses, Carol Hartzog, hi mom, Andy of Notable Nostalgia, and John Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunkest Batman. It's the TikTok you gotta be ticking and talking to. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. We're part of the Big Door Prize Podcast Network, so check out the other shows on there like Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades. See you next time. I'm not sorry for that. I'm a little sorry. <laughs> It's, what was your character's name again? <laughs> uh, it's Sangiovese, just like the wine. Yeah, you got to show your teeth more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's how I was doing it earlier. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I felt like I was doing it better earlier, and that's why, yeah. <laughs> Amazon Fire Stick. Amazon Fire Stick. It's like so shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Can I go ahead and make an insight check? on my boy Slim for uh, insightful fighting. Well, that guy's disappeared out of, into a portal now. No, that was portal guy, not Slim, right? Slim yeah. Drippins. Oh, yeah, Slim oh. Drippins still on the other side of the ballista. Yeah. I think Joe just thought that you were really cool and you were just casually calling people Slim now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I 100% thought. Yeah. <laughs> Willie offers you some Marsala sauce for a, a flask. <laughs> <laughs> um okay um <laughs> put out, i guess i put out my hands a little bit and, <laughs> i mean i guess i sit the flask in your hand i mean you know, yeah that's what i do i'll, I'll pour it like if you put your hands it. out like that i kind of look at you like you're a little bit weird but i'm like all right i kind of like your style <laughs> like mushrooms and chunks of shit sauce out now. of the hands that's... i look at you and i, I do it to mine too and just Hey, <laughs> Willie, right. this is no uh, time to flirt. <laughs> okay, so clearly Anyone you can else? roll with us. Like we're chill. It's a party now. <laughs> he he hasn't answered the question. I like this one. Um, but uh, finish the introductions. Um, Sorry. So giant ape is in the huge category, which means he's around sixteen feet high. Um, and he is big old big old boy he's gonna jump up on parm and start fucking monkey fisting this scary guy oh my <laughs> um, god joey do you want to pick something else <laughs> two things joey you just said monkey fisting it's a style of ape fighting and second of all you just cast polymorph and you can't do all of that oh that is a that is an action yeah <laughs> Okay. It's okay, though. I, I, it's, it's, oh, man, it's a shame. I really wanted to keep the monkey fisting in there, but I guess we'll just have to cut it. Hey, everyone here at the end bits. I don't know why you listen all the way through the show. It's It's been over for a while, but we appreciate it. Monkey fisting. There you Come go. for the D&D. Stay for the monkey fisting. <laughs> and then probably leave after the monkey fisting but only after i never come back yeah i mean you 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 wait to see where it goes but then after you see where it goes you're like yeah that's what i fucking thought <laughs>
now that I know he's invisible, I'm just imagining a scene like hundreds of years in the future, and there's like an old man closing a book, and he's like, and that's the story of the invisible flying tugboat. Some people say that when you look into the sky, you can still not see him today. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah.